0: Welcome to the Radical Mother Village. If you're new here, a radical mother is a woman poised in her power, ready to disrupt cycles of generational trauma, running through her family like wildfire. She's working to improve her life, the lives of her children, and shape the landscape of her community. If that's you, you're in the right place. This podcast is designed to connect you with resources, inspiration, and the reminder that you are not alone as you embark on your journey of radical mothering. I'm your host, Krista Bevan, Dynamic Self-Care Coach for Radical Moms, and I'm so excited you're here with me. Now let's dive in. Hi there, welcome back to another episode. Today I'm going to be talking about why I'm a little riled up at the news and how I think that this is part of a larger conversation about mothering and the world that we live in. So if you're not familiar, there has been a report that's going around. It came up recently showing that there are extremely high levels of heavy metals in most commercially processed baby food. So this is both the jars of baby food as well as the pouches. And when I first saw this, it got me pretty fired up. And the more that I thought about it and the more that I read about it in different places around the internet and on social media, the more upset I got. And I thought I would share that with you. So my first reaction, which I think was true for a lot of people, was frustration. My kid has literally just started eating these things again. So after many months of turning his nose up at them, he has been excited to dive into them and like most toddlers he's picky so this has felt like a big win right you all know if you've if you've made it through the toddler stage getting kids to eat is it's like a constant daily battle and anything you can do to make it easier is usually better for everyone and these pouches had become the way to make it easier plus the other thing was i have finally just caved to my husband's preference to buy these things i had been opposed to them for months at this point, thinking that they were indulgent and overpriced and wasteful and all of these things. And my husband kept insisting, but he's eating them and it's easy and let's just go with that. So I finally had just caved to my husband's request for this and it felt like I was at this place of peace with the pouch. (laughs) Anyway, so now I'm reading these reports and it feels like all of a sudden this easy option has been taken away from me. And I'll be honest too, normally something like this wouldn't feel like a big deal, wouldn't feel like something that I needed to be so upset about. Obviously, being upset that that there have been these heavy metals, that's one thing. But the idea of this option being taken away would not have normally felt so big. But honestly, during this pandemic, even the smallest things I've been finding have sometimes ended up feeling like the biggest things. Is anyone else feeling that way? That it was more the idea of this being taken away. Like finally we had found this one thing that was easy and now come to find out it's poison and I shouldn't be feeding it to my kid. And it was just, it felt really defeating. So that was sort of my initial reaction to the news, which again, I think a lot of people felt and I sort of saw that in social media. But then I started seeing my, my newsfeeds getting flooded with the reports. And so I started looking into the comments, like, like a lot of people trying to find more information. And that was my, my first mistake is looking at all of these comments. Because when I did, all it did was upset me more. And that's because what I started seeing as a general theme in the response to this report was rather than directing our collective rage and frustration and anger at the companies who have been knowingly poisoning our children. And that's not an understatement, right? This is what the report was showing is that these companies have known about these findings and they've decided to ignore them. So this is, this is something that we should be concerned about, right? Rather than being upset about that and talking about that, what I saw was so much blaming and shaming happening from other mothers. And this was being directed at one another in these comments. And all of a sudden, I noticed that there was a very clear, holier-than-thou attitude that surfaced from the mothers who had been making their own crying out these things like, but it's so easy, it's so much cheaper, it's so much healthier, it's better for the environment, it's less waste. Why haven't you been doing it this way all along? All of these things, right? Now, let me give you a little backstory actually. Let me let me go off on a side on a side note here. So I actually have a degree in nutrition. That's actually what I went to school for. I initially thought I wanted to be a nutritionist and work with kids eating healthy food, right? And I actually, for Few years worked as a lunch lady, and I was doing farm to school, scratch cooking. Had this completely revolutionary program, right, that I was offering, and it was incredible. It was the best job I've ever had. In fact, I wouldn't be here talking to you today doing this work if I hadn't been diagnosed with celiac disease, which unfortunately caused me to have to leave that job because it's really hard to cook food that you can't taste. But Uh, this was my background, right? This for years of my life was my number one interest. My number one passion is making sure the kids were fed good, healthy, nutritious, wholesome food. I was pinning recipes for healthy toddler food to Pinterest for years before my son was even born, right? I never expected to be feeding my son a processed vegetable from a pouch. But if motherhood has taught me anything, it's never say never. And it's also taught me that who I expected to be as a mother is different than who I am as a mother. And I've had to really come to terms with that, and I've had to I've had to really accept that. And it it took some struggle for me to get to that place. And it's not just about food. It's not just about how my kid is fed. He's still fed really well, and it's still something that's really important to me. But I'll be honest, I actually hate feeding him. If it weren't for my husband, he would have a lot less well-rounded meals if it were just up to me, because I actually really don't like doing it. It's not something that I enjoy. And that, I was the last person on earth I ever expected to feel that way about my own kids because I loved doing it professionally so much. So anyway, the point, the reason that I'm telling you this story is to give you permission, first off, if you are like me and who you have turned out to be as a as a mother is different than what you expected because we don't hear that enough. We don't hear that what we think will be our lives and think will be the way that we parent sometimes doesn't end up being that way. And I think that it's okay for that to change and it's okay for us to surprise ourselves. It's okay for us to give ourselves the permission that maybe we don't enjoy the things that we expected to So let me go back to this blame and shame game because I'm really, I'm quite upset about this and I'm calling it out here because I think that this kind of behavior is so unhelpful in this sort of mommy world, if you will. And part of the reason that it really drives me nuts is because I truly believe that we all as mothers and as parents do better when we're supporting one another. It's, it's so much easier if we didn't assume what life was like for another right so maybe feeding your kid from a pouch is the only way you can get your kid to eat a vegetable maybe it's the only thing that you have the mental bandwidth to deal with at the end of the day maybe pureeing your own baby food is easy if you're home all day And you have access to fresh fruits and vegetables because access is actually a huge issue for so many people living in this country and living in this world. It's easy if you own a food processor or a blender and if you're lucky enough to know how to cook. And I say that maybe you're listening to this thinking, well, who doesn't know how to do that? But the reality is there's actually a lot of people who never learned that skill and they don't know how. Maybe the person that you're talking to on social media is on a low budget and the wick approved baby food jars are what help keep her baby's belly full. And so instead of calling other mothers out, I think that we need to be offering our empathy, our condolences, our collective outrage at these companies that have done this. And again, this is just one example, right? I'm just I'm using the baby food thing because it's it's relevant in the media right now. It's top of mind for me because I'm I've been presented with this issue in my own life, but it's really symbolic of how I see a lot of conversations happen and a lot, there's a lot of competitiveness. That's the word that I was searching for earlier. It's competitiveness about parenting choices where there's a right choice and a wrong choice. And the reality is, is that there's more of a spectrum and we need to be more embracing of that for ourselves as well as for others, right? Like back to what I was saying about giving ourselves permission for things to be different. We also need to give permission to one another, right? That's the world I want to live in is where I can recognize what's a right choice for you might not be for me and vice versa and that that's okay. And then this all brings me to my next point, which is that we've replaced the village in so many ways with capitalism. We don't have the support network in place To be able to do and be all the things for our children. I think we all knew and felt that before this pandemic, and then the pandemic has just put a spotlight on this, right? That especially for women, especially for mothers, we can't do it all. We can't be on a work call, while caring for our children that are out of daycare, while setting our other children up for remote learning, while also taking care of our house, while also keeping our family safe, while also keeping ourselves mentally healthy, like all these things, right? The expectations for mothers are out of this world ridiculous already, and in place of the village, we've allotted some of the duties that community members who would have helped with various aspects of child rearing, child care, entertainment, playing with our kids, reading to our kids, educating our kids, feeding our kids, dressing our kids, keeping them occupied while we take care of our own basic needs, right? All of these different things. What we've ended up doing is we've outsourced these roles that used to be taken on by community members and village members and family members and close personal acquaintances and and people in our in our small world we've replaced them with corporations we've outsourced these things to them and now let's be real here in A model of capitalism where we have corporations replacing the work of the village in doing things like in this example of creating food for our children, they're not holding our kids' best interest at heart. Instead, they're holding their profits. And that's where, if we're going to be directing shame and blame at anyone, that's where it needs to go. It should be at them. It should be at the government bodies that are set to oversee and regulate them. They should be the ones feeling bad. It's not the mothers who are just doing their best to keep their heads above water in a system designed to drown them that should be feeling bad. And I think that we need better support systems in places for mothers, for parents, for children, for families in general. And this news report about heavy metals in our kids' food supply is just the tip of one iceberg of a much bigger, much more gigantic problem of how we aren't supporting families on so many different ways. And I think that that's the real issue here. And that's really what we need to be addressing. And until we do, we're going to continue this cycle of blaming and shaming the wrong people that doesn't end up helping anyone. All right, mamas, that wraps up another episode of the Radical Mother Village. Thank you so much for listening. I know how valuable your time is, and I appreciate that you're willing to spend some of it with me each week. If you are looking to dive deeper and connect with fellow Radical Mothers, you can do that by joining the virtual village that I facilitate over on Facebook. You can find the link to that in the show notes, or you can also search within Facebook itself for the Radical Mother Village. Over there, you'll find other like-minded mamas doing this work, supporting and encouraging one another, and it's also a great way to connect directly with myself, get a sneak peek on upcoming content, and get access to exclusive offers and resources.